welcome to The Pig and Whistle with Tales from Azeroth. As always here at The Pig and Whistle Inn in Stormwind, I go for a variety of subjects with regards to World of Warcraft. I grab a bottle or a pint, sit back and enjoy. That didn't sound right. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I've said it right or not now. But uh, this week we'll be going over Season of Discovery again. As it has now launched, it is... I got the complete wrong date last week. It's not the 26th. It was the 30th, yes, of uh, November that it was launching. And last night, as of when this podcast goes out, yep, it would have been out for about 12 odd hours, 12 to 20 hours-ish. And uh, with Season of Discovery, obviously that means that there's a shit show happening with Realm servers, there's multiple things happening, there's people DCing, getting put in queues, etc. We'll go over all of that, but let's get first into the weekly stuff. So, weekly, we have Basil, the Zakali Elders, and uh, Aristar, who are the weekly world bosses, located in Azure Spam, Zaralak Caverns, and the Emerald Dream. Dragonflight Dungeons are your bonus event for this week. You get another piece of gear for each Dragonflight Dungeon that you complete. Deepwing Dunk is your brawl for the week. This is essentially you have three orbs and you have to dunk it into the enemy's base or hoop, as it were, to score some points. Volcanic, Spiteful and Fortified are your mythic fixes for the week. Volcanic, a simple little volcano will spawn underneath you. Sidestep it, help your healers out. Please do. It's always nice to be friendly to your healers. Spiteful, when you kill an ad, it will summon a spiteful shade that will fixate a player. You can leave these to their own demise. You can just kite them. Don't let them hit you. They will die out eventually. And fortified, the non-boss enemies have uh, more health and deal more damage. So bring a talent build for that. Now, Season of Discovery if you are new to what Season of Discovery is, it is essentially World of Warcraft in its classic state. So you have Eastern Kingdoms and Kalimdor only. You have the four races on each faction. It is set back when World of Warcraft first released in 2004. So with uh, only these four races and the classes for them. And uh, you have uh, only these zones. It's max level 60, but in Season of Discovery, they have toned it down to max level 25 for now, for the first phase. Your first raid encounter, or your end game content, is in Ashenvale. It's Black Fathom Deeps as your raid, your 10-man raid. And Ashenvale is the sort of a zone-wide PvP um, event, is the best way to say it. Yeah, event. Um, you can do many different things in Ashenvale, but no one's got there yet, so that we can't really see, or I can't give a good explanation on it yet. Staying with the raid. But Season of Discovery just released, and uh, they essentially, it might think, oh, okay, it's just another classic. So this classic essentially has runes. These runes will give you very powerful benefits to your classes. So uh, the ones that I'm going to give examples of is Fury of Storm Rage. This is a level two. So this is one that you get a level two for a druid. Every class gets one of these uh, runes at level two. You go to a class trainer and they will give you a quest to go and unlock this rune. This quest is obviously not on quest, so you have to find it and it requires a lot of looking for people. And the druid one for Torrin, it took me five to ten minutes to find it. Um, and it's really well hidden. It is a very niche place that you wouldn't necessarily look. 
So this is what they wanted in the game, and I think that that's already become very, very good and like something that's actually quite healthy for the game. Um, but yes, uh, these runes um, are very powerful, such as this one, Fury of Storm Rage. Reduce the mana cost of your Wrath by 100%, and each time you do damage with Wrath, you have a 12% chance for your next cast of Healing Touch within 15 seconds to be instant. It's insane. Wrath, it just costs no mana, and you regen your mana while casting Wrath, because obviously you're not you're not mo- using mana, so the five second rule applies in classic. So this is really really good for hunter. I don't know which one it is. Um, for mage, I know that it's ice lance. Essentially, you go and pick up a scroll that is in a cave, um, and you essentially get learn ice lance from this scroll. It, it's really cool, and there's so many to be discovered. I'm not going to go through really any more. Um, so that I don't spoil it because the whole point is to discover these runes, which is really, really cool. Now, this is the main selling point of Season of Discovery um, because these runes allow you to customise your character to however you want. Now, obviously, you're kind of locked into some of the casts or the runes, depending on what you want to play. Like for Boomkin, Star Surge is pretty much going to be a go-to, as well as Sunfire and Fury of Storm Rage. You know, these three are going to be the ones that you want. Um, For a tank bear, you kind of want, like, Wild Strikes, maybe, or Survival of the Fittest, Lacerate and Mangle. You know, there's there's always specific ones that you're going to want. And they're primarily three for certain builds. Um, But, yeah, you can mix up a little bit, potentially. You can have maybe a little bit of healing, maybe a bit of damage, all damage, a little bit of tanking, more tanking, you know, that kind of deal. Um, But essentially, what it is, is them playtesting stuff. They're playtesting and uh, figuring out the boundaries of what WoW Classic can handle. Now, a lot of these runes make WoW Classic a lot more enjoyable. So much more enjoyable. So WoW Classic, the bit about it that annoys me is you're stuck using one to two abilities, essentially. For Frost Mage, or for Mage at very end game, back in Classic, back when it was 2019 um, Classic, Classic, um, all you would do was press Frostbolt in a raid. That was your entire rotation, one button. And this is at max level. So now, at level 25, you're all of a sudden using for... Like druids, I'll give an example. Star Surge mixed in with some fires and your wrath spamming. When you get an instant proc, you use a heal on your tank to help out the healers for mana-wise. You know, that kind of deal. Um, Like, it really does bring a lot more into the game. And uh, having stuff like Haunt for um, Warlocks means that you're doing more dots, more healing on yourself, stuff like that. So it really does develop the gameplay from just a simple one-button spam rotation to, okay, I've actually got a rotation now, rather than just, uh, yep, Frostbolt, 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 you know, that kind of deal. Um, it's really, really good. So they've you have 12 runes for each class at the moment. I'm going to go over them. I'm not going to go over them specifically. I mean, I'm going to tell you which runes have been found, which have not. So 7 out of 12 have been found for Druid. 7 out of 12 have been found for Hunter. 6 out of 12 for Mage, 6 out of 12 for Paladins, 6 out of 12 for Priests, 
five out of 12 for rogues. Yeah, this is rogue. Wow. Rogues still have seven to like discover six out of 12 for uh, shamans, six out of 12 for warlocks and uh, six out of 12 for no, sorry. Six out of 12 for shamans. Yeah. And then six out of 12 for warriors. That's the one. That's the last one. Um, so there's a lot to be discovered. Over 50% of the entirety of the runes have not been discovered yet. And a lot of the runes that haven't been discovered are what going to be defining how you play the game, essentially. Penance is the first one that you get for priests, but surely you want power barrier as a big damage reduction for your team. Or you want solar strength, where like when you heal someone, the weakened soul ability like gets reduced on them. You know, that kind of deal. For Druid, I want Star Surge more than anything. That's what's going to be defining my, like, rotation, essentially, in uh, Season of Discovery. So I need to start figuring out a way to weave that into my rotation and damage. Um, But it hasn't been discovered, and I can't do that. Now, a lot of the fun things about Season of Discovery, I've been, I've played so much WoW. I've played so much well. I've seen these zones all before. I've seen Mulgore. I've seen Duratar. I've seen Teldrassil, Elwyn Forest, um, Dunmoreau, all of the starting zones so many times. I've seen stuff when traveling around that I thought that's not usually there and that is different. That is 100% different to what I remember it as. And uh, that's the weird thing. It's like, that might be something for another class. That's definitely not there. I was um on the road from... I went from Mulgore to Duratar, and I was on the road to... um What is it? Ratchet. And as I was along the road, I came across a rock. And this rock had, like, kind of caveman paintings on it. And I was like, I've never seen this in my life. I swear that this is something to do with like a shaman or something. I could be completely wrong. I don't play Horde. I could be absolutely wrong and I could just be stupid. But I swear to God, I've never seen that rock in my life. And it, it makes you question, like, oh, was this always here? Like when um, the person that I'm playing with was running to Mulgore to start off with so that we could level together, they came across a totem, a random totem in the middle of nowhere. And it was for shamans. It's really cool. We had a shaman friend that we were talking to in Discord and he managed to go and get that totem and get a certain power. I'm not going to tell you what power. I'm not going to tell you what the totem is. Go find it yourself. Um, obviously, WoW had help with um, finding stuff if you really can't find it yourself. So check out Wowhead because they're so useful for all of this stuff. Um, but yeah, it, it's really cool how Season of Discovery is actually making people discover places and mobs and NPCs and like stuff that they've never seen before. Like I've uh, randomly come across uh, when in Mulgore for a druid, some flowers. And I was like, this isn't a flower that I can usually pick up. It's like a prairie flower or something. I needed three of them to combine. Um... Let's take a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomised genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes... 
it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. Like into a crown. And now I've just got this crown in my bag that says find to awaken a spirit. And I'm like, well, what the fuck is this? Where do I go to awaken this spirit? And I have no idea. I honestly can't tell you where I go to awaken this spirit. Wowhead will probably have the answer by now. But I, I was looking around like, is it one of these birds? Is it a prairie dog? Is it a literal like swift strider, plane strider? I, I have no idea. I just used it on every single mob and none of it worked. So it's really cool that like so many things are making you question what you've known about the game for ages and make you really look into things rather than just run around like a headless chicken or a zombie just going about questing. It, it may, makes it really more enjoyable, to be honest. The runes so far that have been discovered are very much the basic ones, though. You have big ones that are... Um, still hidden. Now, some big ones like Explosive Shop for Hunters has been found. Some Fire for Druids has been found. You have uh, the Regeneration for Mage Healing has been found as well. You have a lot of the other stuff that's obviously like looked into or that like makes or is what is going to make a class feel more powerful really cool. But at the same time, like I said, there's only a few that you'll ever use for certain specialisations. So this begs the question, how many more will they bring out for each class? Will they bring out an extra two for each specialisation? For pro- protection, for holy, for rep, for paladins? For druid, will they give them two more feral tanking gear or runes or two more feral DPS ones? Or two of both? Two boomkin ones, two resto ones, or is it just going to be one each? For druids, because you know we need four specialisations. Apparently, um, that's the real question. They can really go crazy with it. They can really sandbox mode the shit out of this. Like, wow! Essentially, what I would like to see is more stuff brought in from other expansions. So I do want to see stuff like maybe a moon, like a full moon. Honestly, from retail, bring it into Boomy, scale it down massively. But I love the animation and I love the idea of dropping a full moon on someone's head as a boomkin. That's what I love to think. And I can't wait to do that. I want something like empowered boomkin form. How cool would that be? An empowered boomkin form that means like you're in Incarn the entire time. <gasps> they could bring in Incarn from retail and stuff like that. An actual big cooldown. You know, this sort of thing. Because they they can really play around with it. Like priests get their divine uh barrier or whatever, right? Yeah. Where's priest? Trying to find the little priest one. I think it's further down. But yeah, priests get their Powerwood barrier. That was it. Essentially it's a three minute cooldown and that was brought in in Cataclysm. So why can't Incarn be in there? You know, that kind of deal. So many things can be added later on. Heroic Leap for Warriors it might be a bit difficult because classic is classic and that could probably DC you to be honest. But we'll see. You could allow a rune that could uh, allow you to charge in combat. Who knows? There's so many different things that they can implement later on in later patches. But 
that will be in later patches. And the question will be how many runes do classes get? They have stated that it will be level 25 and then 40, 50 and then 60. Level 40 will be Nymeragon. They've already started data mining stuff. Um, they data mine the manual crowd pummeler. It is now the automatic crowd pummeler and does not need to be farmed for you feral druids out there because it is just a set three minute cooldown rather than three charges. So for those that don't know, the manual crowd pummeler is a level 30 odd weapon from Nomragon, a very early dungeon in the game. Uh, early, I say mid-dungeon in the game. And this was the best-in-slot weapon for every single druid or feral druid, even in the last raid of the expansion, which is crazy to believe. But the reason it was, was because of the effect that it had. It increased your attack speed by about 50%, I think, for 30 seconds, something like that. But in Classic, it only had three charges. So once you use them three charges, it's just useless. It's shit. So, what uh, Feral Druids had to do was stack up about 10, 20 of these pummelers to take to raid, more probably, and use them constantly and switch them out, have them all enchanted potentially. Actually, no, they didn't need to enchant them. Um, maybe with like plus 15 agility, something like that. Um, but yeah, essentially, this was their go to weapon. And now they've changed it, they've data mined the automatic crowd pummeler. And it no longer has the charges. It is just a flat three-minute buff or three-minute uh, cooldown on the weapon, which is so, so good for Feral Druids. And these are the sort of changes that Season of Discovery should make for the better. Now, it's absolutely insane how much people mid-max in these sort of like early stages of WoW. So a little thing that I saw was... Um, I had the hardcore death log up on my character and it records every single death. There were there were absolutely loads because it's not hardcore. People are taking it as crazy as they wanted. There's a shit ton of lag as per usual. Um, now, we saw some people dying in the Plaguelands. Now, if you're a WoW player, you realise, hang on, the Plaguelands is a like high level zone, level 50 plus at the very minimum. And you'd be right. You'd be correct. So there were level ones who were running to Plaguelands, a building in the Plaguelands, I should say, a tower. And this tower holds a chest. This chest has a respawn timer of about 30 minutes, and it holds level 50-odd gear in it. Now, this gear obviously is obtainable by level ones because it is in a chest with no mobs around at all. So you simply log in. Collect the chest, log out. 30 minutes later, log back in, collect the chest again, log out. And this is some very decent, like, money to be made at that level. Remember, everyone's, like, level 1 to 10 at the moment, like, maybe level 15. Someone might be max level at this point. Who knows? It might be crazy. But this is some real, like, good silver gold that you're making from this chest. If you get a green weapon from the chest, it's a level 50 green weapon. They go for about a couple gold at least. So, you know, it's very useful. And this is how much people mid-max at that level. It's crazy to believe. It's absolutely crazy. Um, it's just something that I saw and I thought that I'd share with you because it is quite funny to see. I'm not going to lie. Um, 
Will Season of Discovery replace any of the WoWs? No. No, it will not. Season of Discovery is something that they're going to be doing on the side, kind of like Wrath Classic. Wrath Classic is very much a side project. It might be sad to call it that, but it is. Um, World of Warcraft Retail, or Track and Flight, is their main product. It is World of Warcraft. That that game is World of Warcraft, and that's what it started as. That's what it will end as. World of Warcraft, uh, like Wrath Classic, is great because it's going through all of the old expansions that people didn't necessarily get to see. So people can play that, and that will continuously be chasing World of Warcraft. Classic Era is for those who want to stay in Classic and have a bit more of a comfortable life playing Classic because it is a lot more simple. And it is a lot more easier on the lower end PCs because everything takes so much to run nowadays. It's absolutely insane. Some games blow up your PCs, even if they're like pristine condition, I swear. It's absolutely crazy. But Season of Discovery is more of a sandbox mode. Think of it as Gary's mod almost. It's very much you can make it what you want it to be. So you can main it. And you can do some builds, you can play around with all of the classes, have some fun, stuff like that. And you can main that well if you want and wait for the phases to come out, like Wrath Classic. But the thing is, you're stuck at level 25 and then you've got to re-level, which is actually quite a nice replayability feature for it. Because if you get to level 60 and then it's like, oh, well, another raid came out, cool, done the raid. Now I log off until the next raid's respawned. But no, you actually have to do some leveling before that, which is really, really nice to see. If, uh, where, where was I on this? Oh my God, my brain is just completely fried for some reason. Um, but yeah, essentially it will not take over the wows. It's very much a sandbox mode that people will go back to whenever a phase comes out and be like, oh, okay, let's get some leveling done. Let's get some like few days, couple weeks of content out of this. And then you go back to your Wrath Classic, your Retail, your Classic Era, and be like, okay, now I've got the characters to do that. You know, I've had a little bit of a refresh um, from Retail or Wrath, you know, the others, and now I'm ready to push my Glad in arenas on Retail, or I'm ready to do um, Ice Crown Citadel, or it'll probably be like Dragon Soul or something by that point. Um, But, you know, that kind of deal. And it's good to have this sort of weird break from actual world of warcraft and have this sandbox version of it because it's project ascension essentially is what did it first project ascension is um where you can mix and match like class abilities and all of that stuff you know so you can have shadow word death as a warrior and you can have power barrier as a warrior or power word shield sorry uh as well as still having your charge and your rend you know that kind of deal um, so having this sandbox mode isn't like WoW, but it, it's enough of WoW to make you feel like you're still getting uh, what you need from it in terms of gameplay value. But it's just a little bit switched up. It's a completely different experience, which is what is needed. Because if they went into something like, oh, it's just classic, but you get a weapon enchant every time you level up. And it's like, oh, OK, well, they were originally in the game. But, you know, but no, this season of Discovery is pulling aspects from all different WoWs. It's pulling them from Cataclysm, from Wrath of Lich King, from maybe Legion eventually, from Dragonflight eventually. Who knows what it can pull from? 
but it can incorporate all of World of Warcraft's spells, abilities, like absolutely everything that they've made in World of Warcraft. They can put it in Season of Discovery because it is that sandbox mode, and that's what makes it really enjoyable and actually something that can be replayed. It will not take over the World of Warcrafts. It won't, obviously. It'll be very good, though. It's a very good mode, and I really hope that they give it a lot of attention because it can be very good to do, like, for a month or so, and then, you know, you're refreshed for the other World of Warcrafts and then go back to it later on to play around with it, to have some fun, etc. But that is it for this episode. Thank you all very much for listening, as always. Do check out all of the links down below. Constant stuff happening over there. But thank you all very much for listening. And go Valor, friend. Bye.